0: What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theatreaccounts.co.uk. That's Theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theateraccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the In's and Out's podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to the one and only Ava Flave. Ava Bernstein Mitchell, as a real name, is a professional dancer and choreographer from Los Angeles. And in this episode, she tells us about a journey. She tells us about gatecrashing Justin Timberlake's world tour audition and booking the job and what it was like. She also tells us what it was like dancing for Britney Spears on that job. And then she tells us about her project, The Flavor Project. Wow, got tongue-tied then. Um, I had such a great time chatting with Ava. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time. It was midnight here recording it, and I was exhausted as I'd been up since 6.30am, and she managed to perk me up, and I had such a great time. This episode is also brought to you by the Ins and Outs Mentorship Programme. This September in Birmingham at Heartwork Studios, I am doing a mentorship program every Sunday. Get in contact with me for more information. Message me on Instagram or any of my social media platforms and I will respond and give you more information. It is going to be a blast. We're going to be doing in-house classes. We are going to be training. We are going to be doing in-house podcasts, Q&As, speaking to other industry professionals, getting you as much knowledge as possible and preparing you for the next step of your career. Anyways, enough of that. Here is the one. The only Ava Flave. It has been a long time, friend.
1: I was gonna say I haven't seen you in so long. It's
0: been like five years.
1: That's crazy.
0: I know. How have you been?
1: I've been great. You've
0: lots been busy.
1: Of, yeah, lots have happened in five years.
0: You made a human.
1: Yeah, I made. A human.
0: You made a human.
1: I married one. You did. Like, <laughs> Oh, yes. It's been great. What about you? Uh, you're engaged, right?
0: Yeah, I'm engaged. I bought a place back here in the UK. Yes. Like, feel like a grown-up. Not as much of a grown-up as you are, but...
1: Grown-up things. Grown-up things. Grown-up things.
0: It's, it's scary things. How are you Um, finding the balance of being a, a mum and a dancer still?
1: Good. And uh, because of COVID and the lockdown and stuff, it's been nice because I haven't had to do as much. Although I am teaching a lot and like things like that, but like having long days on set and things like that
0: mm. not
1: happening right now, so I have a lot of time with my daughter, which is amazing, so I've yeah. gotten to see her grow up and
0: nice, lots of bonding time.
1: Lines. Yes,
0: I was thinking of that earlier. I was thinking, what, what's she been up to?" And I was like, "Oh, not a lot. They're in lockdown too <laughs> not a lot yes, so, um, Have you got any idea when things will start getting kind of normal there?
1: No, because we did good and then we did really bad and we're not doing so good right now so you know they just keep putting us on punishment yeah i don't know i'm hopeful but we might just have to ride this year out in Mm. sorrow
0: yeah i'm prepared for 2021 to take to come we've just opened like dance studios We're we're allowed in studios now but you've got to stay like really far apart so classes are pretty dead yeah they're only like limited but it's a step in the right direction
1: it is yeah
0: you know, we'll get there. Yes. We will get there. Um, thank you so much for coming oh on.
1: Much. So sorry, somebody say how's my okay. baby? Ten She's ten months old.
0: Ten months. Um, Almost I don't know. Well, you get at least you're going to get the full year. Yeah. You know, I'll the get first the year you get yeah. all the firsts essentially. All
1: the firsts, yeah.
0: Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Uh, basically, uh, I don't know if you know anything about the podcast, but I like speaking to performers and basically finding out about you as much as we like to know about like what's it like being on stage with justin and all mm-hmm. this amazing stuff for me the parts that i really feel like that we learn from are the moments before that and the things that lead up to that um i feel like we really glory, glorify the successes but we right. never hear about the journey there so we just oh. go oh she's dope she killed it she did this yeah. job and i feel like everything else we don't really pay much attention to but to me that's the important part that's, really? the, part that, that's the, the part that we can yeah. learn from, right? So yeah. I would love to go, like, to the beginning for you. Okay. Like, w- how you got into dance. I know you're from L.A. I'm from here. Which not many people ra- can say.
1: No, I know. Born and raised here. Uh, my, parents, my parents are doctors, but my dad is also a musician. He plays instruments and he sings. So my whole family's artsy. He has five brothers and five... I mean, five kids. Four mm-hmm. brothers. I mean... Two sisters and two brothers, mm-hmm. five of us. So they, um, we're all either dancers, dance teachers, some some kind of artsy. So we grew up making up routines, putting on shows for the family, all that stuff. So, and I started with just ballet uh, when I was six years old. I went to a ballet school, like a Royal Academy ballet school, from six to eleven, and then. I realized I wasn't gonna be a ballerina. So I was like, okay, let me let me introduce some other styles. So that's when I got to competitive dance uh, from from eleven to about sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then sixteen when is, is when I started taking professional dance classes. And that's where, you know, I went to Edge and Millennium and all mm-hmm. the studios and stuff. And at 16 is when Debbie Allen discovered me at a open, like at an open call audition. And I guess we to pause there. So that was my my introduction to professionalism is um, when Debbie Allen discovered me and asked me to teach at her academy. She also hired me for a job at mm-hmm. the audition. so.
0: Did you um, know? When did you know? I guess that you wanted it to be a career.
1: Hi, cousin. <laughs>
0: sorry. Oh, sorry, it's when okay. that you wanted to make it a career.
1: Well, I I don't think I knew it could be a career until I was about until I was about a teenager where I I was watching my peers because I was around. This is where I came up. So I was dancing with the all the working dancers, you know. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. And I felt like I was ready at 16, which I so wasn't. I wasn't ready at 20. I was still trying to figure it out, you know. So I knew then, though, because I was seeing all my peers do this stuff. I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And so, yeah, I was just working towards that. Um, I was still going, I was in college. After I graduated high school, I was, you know, still teaching at the Debian Dance Academy, but I also was in college uh, studying communications. Oh, And so, yeah, I was still auditioning here and there, and but yeah, I, I wanted to be a dancer. That was what I, my goal was.
0: Do you think that being in LA, and I guess as soon as I guess you recognize that this could be a career choice, but then you're surrounded by everyone? who is doing it career like you're already surrounded by the best of the best yes. do you feel like that works as a positive or a negative because like where i was from there was no one to compare to mm. so oh. i don't i don't really know if that worked for me or against me yeah you know like i just knew that I okay i have to move to london to achieve this goal and i have to go to la to achieve this goal so there was kind of stepping stones to make on the way whereas yes. i guess for you you're submerged in the depth of it from the very get-go so there's no like Climbing to go, I'm going to get to where they are because you're next to them from the get. Exactly.
1: Well, I will say it's a positive because I looked at them and I was like, I know I could do that. I want to do that. And so that was a goal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it if you don't have a foundation, though, I will say, though, it can be discouraging because you, like I said, you see what they're doing, you're like, I can do that, and you think you're ready. But everybody's timing is different you know you have to know that what will happen for you will happen for you in the time um I'm a huge believer in God and what he has for me so I had to find that faith and that understanding because I was like being frustrated like why am I not you know why can't I do this and I should be you know doing these things but once it like clicked and clicked in then I was like oh, okay you know you just ride the wave and you you know you try to be the best you as possible and being inspired by the people around you and influenced in the right ways.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, I guess you said that I, I've got your resume. I haven't said resume in so long. I've got mm-hmm. your resume in front of me and it says like, oh. uh, I've got that you trained in like jazz, hip hop, modern contemporary, all these different styles. I know yeah. you said you did ballet from a young age. When yeah. was it that you started? And then you said you did com- competitive dance. Do you yeah, mean so- competitive as in like hip hop competitive or like the dance?
1: Dance like competition,
0: competition circuit, dance
1: competition. Yes, so that's where I learned contemporary and jazz and and um, tap and all those things. I started at a studio called Louise's Dance Studio, and then I went to uh, Studio C, which is where I credit a lot of my great training. Um, I don't know if you know Dee Casper, Caspery, yeah. Tina Casperi, Dennis Caspery, those were all my teachers. Mm-hmm. And th- there, I learned a, a multitude of styles, and then. By teaching at the Debbie Allen Dance Academy, and I was still young, I still um, (laughs) sorry (laughs) I still uh, took class. So you know they had African there, they had uh, flamenco, they had um, a myriad of styles. So I was taking those classes as well, and I was even just exposed to it. So you know seeing them and just being around it, I I gained a lot from that. So even like salsa and stuff like that. Mm. So that's how I um became versed in those different styles
0: yeah that's so dope because i guess like i said does it work for you against know. you and i guess you can be like discouraged because you can go oh, they're dope but at the same time you are submerged with the best of the best from the get-go yeah. so yeah, i guess you're not learning any like uh some knockoff version of a style yeah or right. you're literally right. going in and learning from the beginning and it's yeah. credible from the get-go absolutely uh, what happened when, obviously, Debbie Allen found you and you started teaching for her? What was mm-hmm. the journey from there?
1: Um, so she got me at sixteen. I was teaching at her academy. It was which my is first young, time. yeah, young. And, and one of youngest compared
0: teachers. to the UK, that's even younger because we're allowed to do things at eighteen. You know okay, what I mean? Like right. we're we're classes adults younger than out there. We leave mm-hmm. school earlier and stuff like that too.
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, by her discovering me, I learned a lot from her. She cultivated and brought out of me many things like I worked alongside her on TV shows. She took me to India with her when she was the cultural ambassador for the arts. You know, I taught there and I learned a lot from her. Um, just a lot. And I still do, you know, because I teach, I still currently am on faculty there. Uh, but what was your question?
0: Okay. uh what was the journey from there when when the she it, yes. started so,
1: while i still taught there i did also continue to audition you know when i could because i was still going to school and i was teaching and i was teaching a lot so while i was auditioning i was still taking classes and figuring it out you know you got to figure out your look you got to figure out <laughs> you know how you want to represent yourself and all those things so that i think was all part of the journey it wasn't until i was about like 20 I'd say like 23, twenty three, twenty twenty three, where it was like, okay, <laughs> ooh, I found it. You yeah, kind of like start to go. Yes, yeah, so that that was it was tough because I had to turn down things because I chose to go to school. So I would like, you know, book a tr- a, a job to go teach in like Lebanon or do a school mm. in Lebanon, and I was like, I couldn't do it, and my mom was like, you got to choose one, you know, so. It wasn't until I booked the Justin Timberlake tour. It was my last semester of school uh, for the year, and I just had to finish it out. And I was like, "Deuces," you know, because I was, yeah,
0: I'm done. This, this is the this, this, this is the one. The
1: opportunity, yes.
0: So yeah. was that was that like your first like m- major job?
1: That was my first tour. Mm-hmm. Um, not my first major job because I had done music videos and um but it was my dream job so mm. like he was he was it for me he was like that was my goal was JT? Yeah. and uh so when i booked that which is there's a funny little story some people may know some people may not but that particular audition i wasn't invited to it was invite only and i was like Mm-mm, i gotta go to this audition you know <laughs> and i was like because i had met marty i would say like uh, maybe a year before uh, not even a year maybe six months before that and he was like you're dope we're gonna work together when uh, you're, we're gonna work together so i held on to that also. and
0: he doesn't give comments easy
1: you know what i mean still, like
0: it's it rare around, that's a rare thing
1: when it came around to the audition i was like no i gotta be there you know and so i hit my agent i was like hey you know was i chosen for you know to attend the audition they're like no sorry and so i waited i waited called again hey you know still wondering if i could go she's like i'm sorry it's a close audition. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go." And she was like, "Well, if you go, don't say we sent you." First of all, they shouldn't have said that to me. But, but I that's... went. I was like, "Well, <laughs> you no, know, I'm crashing it." Yeah. I crash. I'm literally the only person from the audition who wasn't priorly arranged to like be in on the tour that booked it that day.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yes. So. I, we, you know, some things you know in your spirit That you're just like supposed to do That was one of those things Because I follow the rules I'm a rule follower Like mm-hmm. I don't usually crash things I don't But I knew That was my job
0: so. and, and, and it's not like it was just like A one-off gig Or like a, a yeah. music video You're like This is life-changing You know, yeah, like this
1: is my dream you know, job I'm going for it I'm going yeah. for it Yeah, bump the rules like, They <laughs> don't apply here God told me
0: <laughs> so. were, you, were you nervous when you crashed it? Were you thinking um, I'm gonna get sent out, like? Because no, I've, I've seen people crash auditions and get grilled in the room and be like, "You're not on my sheet."
1: Yeah, you know. S- s- sorry, I see a comment there too. Tavares. Now, I was young. In hindsight, I he said, "I hope you didn't give them a percentage." In hindsight, I shouldn't have because they said that to me. But mm-hmm. you know, you gotta keep young, them, gotta keep young. them,
0: and you gotta keep them sweet.
1: You know, Is so it? they indeed did represent me, but uh, I wasn't. I. I can't remember exactly how I felt. I just remember being in that room with all of my peers at Focus Fish, just being surrounded by everybody. Like, it was just, I remember seeing faces and we were just there. And I just, it was a new song. I just remember being excited and then auditioning in front of Justin, like those piercing blue eyes I'll never forget. And he's just <laughs> staring, he's like, and like looking at me, you know, because you went in small groups and I was like, this is crazy. I'm just thinking this is crazy. So
0: yeah. That's super dope. Do you um, What was it like when you got the call to say that you got that job? Or did you find out on the day?
1: No, I got a call. I was in my room at my apartment near my school um, by myself. I get a phone call from my agent. And then, of course, this is how it happens. You know, I'm like, hype. I'm like, yes, you know, I'm like, oh, God, I'm like crying. I called my mom. I call my dad. I call my sister. Nobody picks up the phone. No. So one. I'm just hyped by myself. I you know, been <laughs> <didn't> waiting for <laughs> someone to call me. Couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it.
0: That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Bef- before that, you said that you'd already started like working. You'd done music videos and stuff. Yes. What made what made you still want to stay in school?
1: Oh, because um, I did enjoy uh, I did enjoy school. I wanted to get an education, and my parents were very much like academic academic. Yeah, if
0: your dad's a doctor as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were like, have something to fall back on, you know, and and I understandably, you know, that is how they I understand their mindset. It's different now because I've been successful and I've, Mm -hmm. you know, had built my own business and, you know, all that stuff. But very much like get your education, education, so you have something to fall back on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm I'm glad I did, but their mindset also changed like you know what school will always be there you can always Mm -hmm. go back so like i said once momentum picked up then it was like all right you can come back to school when you want to
0: yeah because that that was always my thing i was always like i I might get too old to dance or i might miss an opportunity but i feel like i can get an education uh whenever i like you know to a degree
1: yeah and i think it's different for everybody i'm i'm careful to not discourage people dancers to go to college but I'm also I just tell them stay open like if you know what you want to do then you need to go pursue that but I also don't think majoring in dance in college is a necessity for most um professional dancers um maybe takes a dance history class or something but to major in dance is not going to help you in commercial dance
0: no it might help you be a nobody's looking dance lecturer one day
1: yeah (laughs) You know, if you want to teach dance, sure. But to do what we're doing, it's...
0: Yeah, it, it's strange that, like, we don't, I guess we don't major in it here, but you can go and get, like, a degree in dance. You but, can. like, I, I think once I've ever been asked, like, when I go to teach somewhere, they go, what qualification of dance do you have? And I'm, like, 10 no. years of experience? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: unless I, you're I don't teaching know. at a school or teaching some, yeah, if, unless you're teaching at a school, they're not going to ask for your credentials like that. Our industry works off of credit, you know what I mean, per se. So
0: I think it's great that you've managed to balance out finishing school and still doing jobs at the same time, though, because most because school's intense, like, yeah,
1: it was. I that's why I had to call it quits. Um, well, honestly, I went on tour, so I had to put it on pause anyway. But after that, you know, I was working consistently, so it it just would have been too much. But had I had it been. You know, choppy or whatever. I I probably would have um, gone back to school, but I still want to go back so I can get my degree because I had one more year left, Mm. and it was the year I was supposed to intern at the newspaper and stuff. So I needed to be there. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that.
0: I would love to. Yeah, that's it's it's always an option. Yes, always an option. Um, Do you think that? you would go back one day and use it and if so what would you use it for because like newspapers don't really they're awesome. still around yeah. but
1: <laughs> oh sorry i'm looking at this question yeah yeah we'll That's get to that big question yeah um they let's see you said
0: like what would you well, use it, it for if you went back and did it because this oh, like newspapers aren't really a thing now and yeah,
1: newspapers aren't a thing but i wanted i didn't want to do hard journalism anyway so mm-hmm. writing for magazines uh, writing articles, uh, things like that. It's just, inst- I don't need my degree, but that's just for me to be like, I have my degree. You know? But I can still learn cause because a, a lot has changed since I graduated college or left mm. college. Uh, so I would love to, you know, just brush up on it because I still do really enjoy to write, I really enjoy writing. And I do so every once in a while for different outlets and whatnot. Mm. So, yeah, I just have yeah. to. Just- like knowing, I like being educated, so yeah,
0: you know. mm, that's dope. What was so back to Justin tour? Because I do want to, if that's your first will tour or major tour and it's your dream one, what was it like doing it? Did it live up to the expectations? Did it succeed them?
1: Suc- I mean, absolutely. That, was, I mean, it's the best I, job ever. I,
0: I know that, but people yeah. listening might not appreciate Sorry, yeah. it as much as we do.
1: It was the best job ever. Uh, the people involved. I mean from Justin all the way down to crew to security, the dancers, I mean we were a tight-knit group. I traveled with him and worked with him for a year it was it was incredible we I mean because when you're I don't know if people know, but when you don't have a show you have off days and so those off days you get to you know adventure and see and eat and all these things and we did that stuff together, you know. Mm. Um, Not always as a huge group, but, like, if we wanted, like, we would work out with Justin sometimes, or we would have breakfast with him, you know, I've gone to breakfast with him and my other friend Dana, you know, just Mm. like that. So it was cool. You know, we were very much, he's very much a person. So that's what made that tour um, wonderful as a first. because And Marty was an integral part of that, you know, bridging that gap, because he knew it was my first job and all that stuff. So he taught... Taught me a lot of great things and um, gave me great advice for post-tour, post-tour, you know, which is important because people don't realize tour life isn't real life. And so once you get off tour, it's a shock for people, Yo. you know, you go from having lobby calls, being told what to do, having something to do all the time, and then you don't, and then you're like...
0: And having money.
1: <laughs> having money, like you're paid every week, you know, it all, it all, it, it can be shocking to you, so...
0: I was. I, and I always say like we we're, we're like unrecognized celebrities like when we yeah. li- when we're on that tour you know cuz like mm-hmm. we live the same lifestyle to a degree as the artists we with like we go to the parties they go to they get free stuff we get free stuff yeah. like yeah. you do get treated kind of like a celebrity and then yeah. when it goes back to normal life <laughs> and you go back to your like one bedroom apartment in NoHo <laughs> and yes, you're, not, and you're not in you're not in a five star hotel you're yes. like Oh, I've got to do my own washing today.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing because my agent even told me, she said, we just want you to know you're starting here. Everything else is going to be below it. And it's true because we were staying in, you know, top, top hotels. We were at the same hotels as he was a lot of the time, you know, and we were being paid at a high rate. We got had per diem, you know, it was, it was all the things. It was, so, we were just so treated so well. So yeah.
0: Was it, was it difficult after that job?
1: Um, there were difficult times, but it wasn't, there were difficult times. And I remember, I remember actually crying in the corner of my room one time because I was just like, where is money going to come from? Because when I got off tour, I had like, I bought a house, I bought a house, I had a savings.
0: Off the first tour? Yeah.
1: Bravo. Yeah, because my mom was very, uh she made me money wise and so what I did like every time I got paid like half my check sometimes I think more a little bit more than half my check I went to savings I didn't never even saw it it just was going there going there going there you know so after a year that's quite a lot of money you saved up mm. you know so and then I just spent my per diem for the most part and if I didn't then you know I had money in my bank account yeah so
0: because most but, of us buy yeah. like most of us buy Jordans, four cameras, a watch, like a man. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> was, I'm not. A, I'm actually pretty frugal. I have expensive taste, but I'm not. But I'm frugal. Like I, I'm, I'm a saver. I like not. I don't like to just spend frivolously. So I, I, yeah, I was pretty smart with my monies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's <laughs> but, super smart.
1: But there was a t- there was point. That's what I was saying. There was a point where the funds was low. It was like it had been a couple years past, and I was just like what is going on? What is going to happen? Like, what's this life? Because, you know, we, we don't always work consistently. There are lulls, you know, in our, yeah. in our lives. So that happened and it was tough, but, and this is all before I fit, found out about unemployment. I didn't know about that. Yeah, You know, I learned like most people, once they get off tour they get on, I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah. So, Did you, it's okay. Did you uh, ever have to get like a, in air quotes normal job
1: never never worked a normal job nice. like ever in my life
0: yeah I've i guess
1: dance or
0: yeah. i was going to say because you had the opportunity to teach as well that's a great yeah side hustle have yeah. you ever thought about teaching on like the convention circuit or have you taught
1: yes i am a part of a, a convention oh, uh, NRG, NRG dance project i've been with them for three years And prior to that i had subbed for nycda and but actually three years ago in 2018 that was like on the top of my wish list was to like land a convention you know because it one for the consistency two i really enjoy teaching and educating and yeah so
0: because quite a lot of dancers i i noticed like once they got on a convention they're like i i I," they don't want to leave it they don't even take jobs you know what i mean because it's like the money um, is like <laughs> yes, there's no comparison so
1: but I do I still very much still dance and love to dance and so I still continue to do both but yeah convention life is great it's it's the next best thing to touring as far as consistency and financial stability
0: for sure yeah. um Taryn said what was your biggest heartbreak in your career this far a job you didn't book or something to that extent what mm. did you learn about the experience
1: that's a great question. Ah. Uh, biggest heartbreak? You know, I don't know. I can I can't think of a heartbreak that I've had now because I will say I have been very in tune spiritually with what is forming. So, for instance, when I auditioned for Britney Spears the first time, mm-hmm. I I made all the way to the end, and then I got sent home. And I was like, so, literally, something was like, this is your job. I kept I kept feeling that. They had started rehearsals, they had been rehearsing, but I still was like, I don't know what it. Th- this is my job. I'm supposed to be dancing for Britney. I, I don't know why. It just is the feeling that kept coming over me. Sure enough, uh, I think like a month into the rehearsal process, I get a call asking if I would come and be a swing and i was like i knew it i knew it it's coming and then after i ended up being on the tour because one of the uh girls fell out and so yeah that i but i guess i would say that probably was the biggest heartbreak because um i i I knew it was mine but it later came back to me but other than that i don't know that there's been anything like heart-wrenching you know, disappointments because I just know if it wasn't for me, it wasn't for me. I've gotten yeah. to that where
0: it's like... I feel like you do get to a point where you get good at letting go of stuff because I feel like we yes. audition for things so often, yeah. right? Not like a normal job where maybe they audition for a job and then they don't, or they go for a job interview, they don't do it then for another five, ten years. Yes. Whereas I feel like because we do it on a weekly basis or monthly yeah. basis, it would get quite good in our profession of just letting go of stuff. Yes, exactly. Are there, are there any special things like, that you do to like let go of stuff? Do you have any like ways to go, I really wanted that one? Is like, you mean to get over it, I guess?
1: No, I just now I just do. Um, Like I said, I am very faith based. I am a believer in God. And so I just know what he has for me is for me. I just need to do what I need to do. So (laughs) If, if if it wasn't meant to be it really wasn't meant to be like i was just on hold for a commercial that i really wanted me and my husband i was like oh this would be so great oh, got, together we were on well. hold. yeah we were on hold and then we got released and we were like oh, so close but all you can do is go yeah. i mean you know what i mean what mm-hmm. else can you do so
0: yeah uh what what was it like doing that britney tour because i guess it's a very different uh adjusting tool like move yes. movement and stylistic wise you know yeah. I don't um, think they could be further apart. Actually, yes,
1: so much fun because it it, it satisfied all my jazz funk desires. You know, I love the yeah. good old Britney jazz funk, and got to work with so many choreographers because uh, they brought so many in. There were so many dances as part of the tour. So I've done two Britney tours. So I did Circus and I did Femme Fatale. Mm-hmm. Uh, femme Fatale. I mean, they're both just so much fun. And she's she was a little bit of a trip, you know. And then there were dry tours, which was different. Which no alcohol, no, I mean, I wasn't into Which drugs, is very
0: different to a justin' tour.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this this was very different. A lot of rules and regulations and things like that. But we still had a great time, good people. Um, we babysat her a little bit more on stage mm-hmm. because you need to, you know, help her. And so there was that but it was so fun all the costumes all the props like i consider myself a prop master now after working with Payne. like the things we held and threw and tossed and turned with was insane like yeah incredible
0: and again like it's so different to because i guess on justin you had no props
1: yeah no like i
0: don't we, think i've ever seen dance. a prop but you just dance and you
1: yeah Which is and awesome. then
0: it was and just then awesome. on, With Jamie King, it's like we're moving stuff, we're carrying stuff, we're changing her, we're...
1: We are doing all the things. We are running under the stage. We are changing while running under the stage. You're sliding on things. Like, you're coming out in baskets. It's fun.
0: Do you have any moments, like, like, any crazy moments doing that one?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so many. Yeah. We had to, there was one number, we had literally a few eight counts to, like, get under change we had to put change would put on coat put on a hat and then come up like stoic and fierce all the way on the <laughs> other side of the stage to meet britney you know or your uh oh, oh one of the one of the dancers got their foot caught in the lift as he's coming up dead center downstage shout out to gian pierre louis bless his heart his foot was torn up mm-hmm. after. but he came up
0: he was just thing. in here i think oh really mm-hmm.
1: So it comes up, the thing, his foot's stuck. And we're, it's like, traveling in a line together, like, and we're like, oh, no, nope, he's not going. And so we're just trying to, like, figure out what to do. And so we, you just got to be, you have, have to have good acumen on stage, you know, to to think fast and figure it out and try to help him, but get to your spot. Try not to freak Britney out because, yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy One stuff. of those.
0: Yeah. I, I think for people who have never experienced, like, uh... I guess a tour, if they're on the way into trying to make it as a dancer. I feel like we spend so much time focusing on yeah. steps and we never really get taught how to deal with these scenarios yeah. until you're actually on it. Like no one went to you in rehearsal, if Gian's foot gets stuck, this is what you do. You know what or I mean? If, or yeah. if Britney goes wrong, this is what you do. Like you just yeah. kind of learn on the job.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's when we say like, be a smart dancer. These are the things you either can learn on the job with experience or, you know, because nothing. Class can only prepare you for so much. Get the experience. Uh, get the experience. So yeah, same with TV. So um, like, I work on The Late Late Show with James Corden. I'm an assistant choreographer on that show, and I dance on the show. So there have been times they literally, because we produce magic, they just think things happen. So we get there, we rehearse, we make it up, and then we like perform it. But sometimes they're like, oh, we changed the lyrics we're in front of the camera so we have to like quickly like figure out new ways to make it work and you know you just have to be fast so what looks fun and easy to people we actually can only hire really great professionals because things happen so fast things change so fast we don't have time to like babysit anybody if I tell you we have to go left now instead of right I can't coach you through the steps you just need yeah, to be you, able to go left like you I figure know it out. Sit right but figure it out Lights, camera, action!
0: You know, so. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, I had my first dose of that working with Brian, and I think I'd only been like, I'd only been working for like a year, maybe, yeah. and then like a few weeks with Brian, and I was like, we we were reversing yes. it, we're going on stage in yes. six minutes. Yes. You want to reverse the chorus now? He's okay. Like you know, you know you're like, he and he's brilliant. And you look at him like you can't do that, and then he shows you it, and you go, okay, I can do it. Like <laughs> I'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Um,
1: one of my favorite memories about him is he choreographed the Femme Fatale, um, the Femme Fatale promo tour. So there was a song called Big Fat Bass, where we're like all everywhere, just popping out of things. Boom, boom, boom. We all have different tracks. I was being Britney Standon at the time, but watching Brian, he knew everyone's track. Like somebody came out of a door, account count late, he was like, you're late That's three. Like, he, yes, I was just like, what? Like, he just, is crazy. I was so inspired.
0: He, he did one number with us, um, and he, he had just had his surgery on his arms. He had his like, uh-huh. bedazzled sling on, which looked oh. like it cost more than my <laughs> weekly wage. Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, So he sat in Simon's chair with an X Factor, and he choreographed an entire number from being sat down oh. on the chair, and That's just the shouted correct. the counts and told you what to do, and we're like in a bridge, crawling across the stage. You know, and you're like, really? And I'm like, is he planned this or is he just figuring out as he goes and then he goes okay from the top and he can tell you everything and i'm like <laughs> he, yes <What>? uh, <laughs> my gosh
1: if you are not inspired by that man i don't know he, he's it's, he, it's, it's, he, he was
0: amazing. a terrifying genius yes yeah. yes a terrifying genius i love that it's
1: so, true. it's so true you
0: know like when he goes from the top you're like who <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> what am yeah. i doing,
0: am I no, doing? <laughs> one of one of a kind yeah for sure um it's Looking at your resume is really interesting because you've worked with such a range of choreographers, yeah. right? like, um, like Jamal Sims, Dave Scott, Fly Jr. Like, obviously Brian Marty, Hi Hat. Uh, what do you think it is? I guess the attributes that make you be able to work for all the different people because a lot of time people end up in a camp, right? Yes, Like, right. especially, especially in the States more than here, because it's a much bigger industry. But like, I, I see a lot of dancers end up, end up in camps, but you managed to work with everyone.
1: Yeah, I attribute that to my training, my ability to be able to be a chameleon, be able to change over, you know, um, commercially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, yeah, I just, I just can be with all types of groups of people. I can do type, different types of styles. I can be taught, you tell me, I can do it, you know, even though I may not be ber- versed in something, I can do the job. So I think that's what it is. I'm just, I think also to people like my person. So mm-hmm. they work with me, you know, because people want to work with good people. Um, sure. And, you know, if you're not a good person or not. And so it's true. Yeah, Versatility. Yeah. it's just, it's versatility.
0: Yeah. And, and I feel like, especially from like, I guess maybe the younger generation is a bit different now, or maybe that, I guess with what we see on Instagram and class dancers and this new generation of dance, like when you say you're versatile, that doesn't just mean that you can do all these different, I guess, stars of movement It's yeah. doing them how they're asked to be done. Yes. Because I feel like so many people now will go, I'm versatile. I can take all these different classes, but right. then maybe not be actually executing it, how Absolutely. they're told to do it. They're just doing those movements
1: yes and what's also i mean like i said you can learn this through experience but if you've only taken class and danced in class like you don't know that how you dance on stage is going to be different than how you dance in front of a camera you know how you dance in an arena is going to be different than how you dance at a club show you know so those things matter and if you know same with a commercial you know um you're not looking at the camera on a commercial you're not looking at the lens in a movie um, when you're doing a dance scene, you know, but in class you are, you are performing to the camera. But when you get on set, I've had people, I've seen people have to tell um, dancers, stop looking at the camera, stop mm. looking at the camera, you know, and I'm just like, they don't know these things, you know, all they, do, they they just perform for the gram or perform in class. And they don't know that that's something you don't do. So
0: yeah, because I yeah. guess we didn't really have that as a thing.
1: Yeah. You, you know? didn't. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't have that. And also, I mean, you. But you have to be able to, uh, to absorb what is being told to you. That is another skill. Like if I say to you, "Don't look at the camera," I shouldn't have to tell you more than once. If you're professional, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. At mm-hmm. this point, you need to go back to the drawing board. I mean, or go back to some more classes or figure it out. You know, because if you are professional. You need to be able to take direction, so.
0: Now, now you've switched, I guess, from obviously you still are a dancer, but now you've got a choreographic role as well doing for mm-hmm. James Corden. Um, are there any skills that you've learned since doing it that you didn't know before?
1: Uh, yes. Well, a skill that I, I used to be afraid to make up choreography on the spot. I used to like, need to lab, figure it out, boom. Um, I learned from Debbie Allen, though, because she will create an entire number in front of you. It's a stage it, make it move, all of these things. But even at that time, I was there with her doing that. I was still very, you know, I was still learning and intimidated. But now, I can choreograph on the spot. I can create, you know, on the spot. Especially with TV, it's it's easier because it's not necessarily about the step. It's about what you're trying to say and what you're trying to convey. So it's not, you know, you don't have to make it all cool and you know <laughs> see how hard it's got to yeah. be. But. I've learned that and I've learned to, yeah, to learn to move quickly, move quickly, and how to make things move and look good for camera. You know, all those things matter. You learn a lot uh, about behind the camera. Um, You know, what feels like, feels may look right to you on stage. And then you look through the camera, you're like, oh, actually stand behind her because I see more. You know, things Mm. like that.
0: Yeah. And I've learned a lot. I I, I really like what you picked up on when you said, like, I guess they're not necessarily worrying about so much the steps it's more about like a vision right um and i feel like a lot of the time we do get so caught up in what moves feel cool or look cool but they're not necessarily what reads right you know (laughs) and that that's the difference between choreographing for a job and for class
1: yes you know you get a song you're uninspired by still gotta be done (laughs) you know what i mean so you just make it work you gotta
0: do it and do you have any like uh i guess go-to's that you do for if there's a song where you're like, say you're doing James Corden, he's like, I don't know, say for example, you're dancing to every day I'm shuffling and you're like, I ain't feeling this at all. Yeah. Do you have any like tricks to, the, to get around it, to just make it happen? Or do you just go like, suck it up and go to the Because I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone said, I, I want to say it was Natalie Gilmore, but I don't think it was, it's more recent, but they said that they'll choreograph to a different, oh, Sienna Loins said she'll just find the song, the same tempo. Okay. And yes. choreograph to the song she likes, and then put the steps on the other song Love because that. it's the same tempo. It works, yeah. and I was like, genius. <laughs> that's
1: fun. I actually don't have any tricks like that. I just kind of do it. You you mm. gotta get it done. I do. I do enjoy workshopping. So like having like your friends around and you're like just like keep the music playing and you just go. You go and you're like, all right, this goes Oh, this works good. And you know, you pull and keep from whatever. And I like doing that. So that's fun. But.
0: Uh, have you had any where you, uh, you watch it back and you're like, yeah, that one didn't work? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> they're a killer, yeah, right? Because sure. in the moment, you're like, nailed it. And you watch nailed it back it. and you're like, didn't nail it. It yeah. wasn't, wrong choice. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because
0: I've had that as a dancer where I'm like, that was a dope show. And then I watch yes. it like two days later and I'm like, wrong choice, wrong choice. Felt good, didn't look good.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. I have one of those for
0: sure. Yeah. yeah. Questionable choices. Um do you have a specific favorite moment in your career that stood out, that stands out to you, where you were like, This is everything I've ever wanted?
1: What was the first part? Sorry, say it again. I was like uh, comment.
0: It's okay. Do you have a specific moment in your career where yeah. you like can remember specifically that moment thinking, This is my this is it?
1: Like on stage or like on like or like, oh anything. A- anything. This, is this is it. Ooh. This is it. I mean, the uh, this is it moment was when I was auditioning for Justin. That was the this is it moment. Like I felt it. I was like, this is it. Um, The first time I hit the stage. um, That that was a this is it moment. Um, uh, Teaching. I can't remember the specific time I was teaching, but when you. Yes. When you realize you have an impact on lives that you didn't know you had an impact on. So, you know, we teach and we know we're inspiring, but you don't realize how inspiring you really are until you hear a thing like, my daughter was so happy to see that you were her teacher. She said, Mommy, she's brown like me. Little things like that. Wow. Go, oh, she's never seen a female black teacher. She hasn't had that. You know, and you just go, oh, it like, makes me like my heart
0: yeah that's so dope yeah that's 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 nice because I guess it's I like it because it's not even about like about yourself
1: I exactly. guess exactly it's, totally. it's
0: selfless uh do you have any moments where you are, remember where you'd be like I am terrified oh because terrified. because I I've had yeah. quite a few of them and they always really stand out to me I remember doing my first like stadium Okay. and it was like within my first year of working and it was like my dream job at the time. And I remember walking out and we had to stand there for like a minute and a half while Alexandra Burke introduced herself to everyone and not move. And I remember that minute and a half, I probably went through 18 different counts of eight, which I remember the first eight being, you know, you're like, do I step on my right right leg my left leg? Yes, Uh, yes. Am I in the right (laughs) spot? Do I need to move left? And questioning, questioning, questioning. And it all pans out okay, because that's what we do, right? But just too much time on my own brain like Uh, and turned me terrified
1: yeah terrified perhaps um i'll i'll use this one is when i so i was usually in the assistant position um working for james Corden. even oh luther's here even um a job i assisted luther on for the mtv awards when i am in the assistant position and then i'm left to just lead the project there's terror inside of me but on the outside i'm like You know, trust, trust that you can do this, you know, so um, there was a time Chloe couldn't be there and she was like, you got to take this one. And I'm like, okay, you know, terrified, I'm terrified inside. But you know, because you're talking to producers, you're talking to, you know, the DP, you're talking to all these people, you know, for answers. They're asking you for answers and you just like, okay, let me just let me just do this. But I was terrified. And same, you know, with the project with Luther, you know, he had to step out. And here I am talking to all the all the people and I have the answers, you know, you just figure it out, make it work, you know, so those kind of things were, it, but it's also encouraging to me because after it's all said and done, you're like, oh, I can do this. I got this. I don't know why I was terrified, you know?
0: Yeah, I had one of them, uh, I was assisting Lavelle Smith and uh, he was, I was assisting Lavelle Smith and he was meant to come in to light the show we were doing. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I was assisting him and he was, he rung me and I was dancing. He was like, I really don't feel well. You, I'll be there for tech rehearsal. Can you just light it? Yeah. I've never done lighting in my right. life, you know? Yeah. And you're like, you're like, I got this. I got this. Everyone's looking at you. Uh, Michael Prince was there, like the MJ, the yeah. old MJ director. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, and I get there and I'm all, he's like, so which one do you want on? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what do you think would look good on this bit? You, you know, you're fake like take it till you make it. You like, know what I mean? A nice bright one on the bang would be cool. <laughs> and he's saying all these names. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. That was pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, I want to know about your new project, the Flavor Project. Oh
1: yes. Okay, one sec. It's gonna yeah. die.
0: Run. One second. Okay. No worries. She gonna save it.
1: make it, I made it. Woo! Y'all, Fast. Look at 1%. 1%. 1%. <laughs> okay. Here we are. <laughs> We're in. Terrified. All right.
0: The Flavor okay. Project.
1: Flavor Project, yes. Okay, so what's crazy about the Flavor Project is a wonderful man who owns the um, Energy Dance Project. I have been teaching for him for two years, and he just saw something in me. He was like, you know what? He said he basically wanted to instill something in me so that i could build on my own he's like i want to give you this come up with it um he was like i want to give you a workshop he said we could start at one day you know and then see where it goes blah blah blah." and he literally was like just go with it so i was like okay he said so i basically then went to the drawing board thought about it thought about it i put i I made a whole presentation i like Hmm the teachers i wrote out what it was all these things and presented it to him which also he was so fl- uh, flattered because he was like "You presented it so well he was like i didn't expect this but um yeah i just thought about it and i really thought about where dance is and where it's going and i feel like there is a gap between appreciating where it's going where hip-hop specifically is going you mm-hmm. know because we like to we like to hold on to the root of it which is very great you mm-hmm. know also a lot of our predecessors don't want to give it away they don't want to teach so that others can teach they they want to keep it because that is theirs so mm-hmm. i but also we can't insult what is now happening so like TikTok is all the rage all those moves but we can't forget that hip-hop started from Party dancing, hip hop started from the streets, like what the kids were doing, all that stuff. So even though these moves are like ubiquitous and it's annoying because they're everywhere, they're always doing it. It is, it is what it's the future. Is. It's the, it's the, it is. So we, I wanted to be able to honor that by honoring the the future, the present, which is all the commercial dance. You know, mm. we're still doing that, and then the past because we got to know our history. So I, I wanted. To do that. So that's why I came up with the Flavor Project and that being the foundation. So, you know, it, it, it maybe it bridges that gap and uh, not making it so negative about where hip hop is going and how it can transform. Because we, we all start in a p- space where titles are a big thing. So, like, you know, that's not hip hop or this is hip hop and stuff like that. So, although there is foundation for sure and something shouldn't be called hip hop, but we have to be open to evolution.
0: So, and yeah. I guess and hip hop came from social dancing, like exactly. you know That's the dance. And, party dance and this and this is our new social dancing.
1: Exactly. You know, you know
0: especially now, <laughs> like yeah. we ain't going, Look, we ain't going exactly. to no clubs to party.
1: Now, mm-hmm. not not saying that TikTok is dance. I'm not saying that. I am not a TikToker. I don't hate on TikTok, but the same moves are recycled, and it's usually up top. It's usually everything up here. So. You know, you get a lot of kids who're like, "Oh, are you on TikTok?" But you're so good. Literally, a little girl said that to me, and when I said I wasn't on TikTok, she said, "But you're so good." <laughs> I was like,
0: "Right." Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, but uh, yes, but there's something to it. Something to the pop culture of it all.
0: Yeah, I think it, if we ignore it, we're the ones that are going to lose out, like 100%. our generation.
1: One hundred percent. We have to. I
0: think we have to adapt. We
1: like,
0: have to adapt. Like I remember when YouTube videos started being a thing, and that we were that, that a lot of the dance industry were against that. Why? Why is everyone spending all day filming YouTube yes. videos? And now that's became something in our industry, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, so I think we, we need to. Like remember when Instagram popped off, and you know we used to, I used to be one of the people where it was like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Oh, you know, that doesn't make you, you know, better or whatever. Blah blah. blah. May not make you better. But it does give you social currency. People mm-hmm. are looking at your followers and being like, oh, you're getting something. jobs from that. You get jobs from it. You get, um, what do you call it, partnerships from it, all that stuff. We can hate on it all we want, or you can join the party. You can mm-hmm. join the party authentically, though. You know what I mean? You don't have to like sell out or you know, put out whack content because you're now you know an Instagram influencer. Yes. But you gotta you gotta get get with it. People come to your pages to see you. And I even tell people, um, uh, I that's the first place I go for castings. Yeah. You you go to somebody's Instagram, be like, Let me see. Do you have a yeah. are
0: they, Especially, especially like, com- companies are getting tighter and tighter in record labels with like they don't wanna hold a three day audition if they can go, Well, let's see who's got followers, let's see and they can cut it down just from clicking on the phone. Yes. Um, I've got two more for you. Yes. Uh, how did you get the name Ava Flave, and who gave it to you?
1: Oh, great story. So on the Justin Timberlake tour back in 2006 or 2007, Dana, Dana, she's the one who originated it. She came up with it. One day she called me Ava Flave, and I was like, that is so cool. She would just be like, Ava Flave. You know, so Flave was <laughs> yeah. all the rage then. Yeah. And it just stuck. People, you know, were cracking up about it. They were like, that is amazing. And so Dana Wilson, shout out to her. That is the originator of Ava Flave.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah. She's, so she's a ses- a sen- realistically, sorry, she's a credit to the Flavor Project.
1: She is, and she is a part of she it. She is. My oh,
0: perfect. There you go. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Um. And then what advice would you give to a dancer who is trying to break into the dance industry or at the beginning of their career?
1: Uh, I say, find good people, find a mentor, connect with someone or uh, some because mm-hmm. you, need, you need solid people around you. You need um, to learn from people, especially if you're not from here you need to have people to turn to so also i say don't come just on a whim know that when you come it's not going to pop off necessarily right away so you need to be prepared for things like that if you can get your finances in order as much as possible before just diving into los angeles i'd encourage that because you will find yourself working a side job you know, and missing out on classes, missing out on your training because you didn't come out here with any money. Now, everybody doesn't do that. But I'm saying, why stress yourself out when you can do it smart? Have some funds, be ready to train, train in all that you can, train from all who you can, you know, but like I said, you need to have people to turn to. So like, you're not just out here, mm.
0: you know. So. Yeah, connects are a good thing. <laughs> Yes. Let, hi my, Lou,
1: hi Mel, all my people who are in here. I love y'all. I love yeah. y'all.
0: Um, Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I've this had such a great so time talking up. to you. Goodness, um, this yeah. is this is going to kick us off in two minutes. Yes. Um, uh, I haven't got to tell you, but I did love your podcast that you did.
1: Thank you. I know you,
0: I know it's discontinued, but if you do get a chance to get it back going, please yes. do because it was very entertaining and I thank liked you. that the different spin I guess it had on. Yeah,
1: appreciate. It was that. more
0: of a. Uh, TV show. Yes. With yes. voices, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I very much enjoyed it. So please we cl- we continue. To,
1: uh, we plan to bring it back, but thank you so much.
0: No worries. Thank you so Love much for you your all. time.
1: Love
0: um, And I hope to see you soon. Yeah. Love Bye, you. lovely. Thank Take you care. so much.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Let us know who you want to hear from. Let us know what podcast you've enjoyed. Let us know what I can improve on. Also, make sure you check out the In's and Out's mentorship program starting this September in Birmingham in the UK. Contact me for more information. We are going to be taking your careers to the next level. Boom. One love, fam.